All right, everybody, we're live on Todd's Couch. Uh, it is December 8th, Sunday, we're watching football. Jules just got here a little bit ago, needed a coffee, immediately announced he needed a coffee. How many yeah. cups of coffee do you drink in a year? No, 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 no. I drink uh, espresso because cat like coffee has too much caffeine, espresso has a little bit less or whatever. Okay. So I do that um, now almost every morning. Ooh, I, like, you were never a coffee guy before. I know, I get a double, triple espresso. Oh, I get gets me going. Double, triple espresso. Keeps, keeps me through. Okay. You know, double or, I should say. Good. Yeah, Todd. Uh, yeah, last uh, yesterday you came over, we couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get it together. Todd was a little banged up, which I predicted. Yeah, oh, I wasn't banged up. 3.30. Oh, you mean by the end of the night you were banged up? I was tired, yeah. Well, you said on the way, on the way home that you felt like it was 11 o'clock. Well, you know, that, I started that, drinking that has too, nothing I, to do with me drinking too much. That has to do uh, with me being very, very old. Is, is that right, Doc? Well, no. You're younger than I am. And, we, and you have no children. We cracked our first beers around three. Oh, so you weren't drinking before I got here? I think I was on my first beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. God, that's incredible self-restraint. We were talking about that Coors Light mm-hmm. commercial mm-hmm. where the guys come out after making breakfast. In their robes. In their robes. And they have and they have the Coors Lights tucked in the pocket. And then in the same campaign, right. there's an ad where a guy's drinking a Coors Light in the shower. And uh, I have seen, I mentioned to you yesterday, the touchdown pass from Matt Ryan, everybody, that's good for Todd. Anyway, whatever. It's a weird campaign. It teeters on on being a uh, out of control alcoholic, but yeah, neither here nor there. And well, what what I said was on a Sunday, uh, you know, it's perfectly acceptable to crack beers in the morning. I know I'm playing against Baker Mayfield as well, who just scored a touchdown. Both of us in the fantasy playoffs. We should give a little background. Jules and I are in playoffs and separately, so so so. Yeah, playing that in our league. I lost like seven straight games. Yeah. Well, that happens. I, I guess. I mean, the odds don't say that that really happened. Well, you know, you might not be the best manager. Oh, could we go, Darius Keys? That's like the biggest game they've had today, probably. Oh, yeah, I hope he's hurt. Oh, oh, I hope no, he's hurt. No, Darius no, Geist goes no, down, and I hope it hurts. You are I kidding me. It's a, I got like, the worst luck in the world. I, I hope it's a going. high ankle sprain. Oh, you're playing against Keys? No. Uh, Why? Because I've got the Packers defense. Oh, it's the worst. Let guy. me repeat that. I, I, High eagle spring. Because I've got uh, who's the who's the kid for uh, for Oakland? The running back. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs may not play, and they wouldn't announce it until the afternoon. So I had to. I, I had no other choice. It's incredible. Did My you hear uh, the fine that the Lions got for not updating Matt Stafford's injury? No, would they get? They, you know, the, the, the organization was fined like a hundred grand, but the I think the GM and coach were each fined as well. Wow, that's incredible! But they do take that seriously, and it's incredible because it's primarily about the lines. It is. It is exactly about betting, and that's why they have to put out their thing by Wednesday. Yeah, you know, their injury report. And before gambling was essentially legal, like they would never say anything like that. But the fines were still the same. Where they were, they were still hitting teams hard for not doing the injury report. Yeah. Anyway, the anyway. big news of the day mm-hmm. is the college football playoffs. Yeah. And we got the, we got the final four. Right. So yesterday uh, we watched all the championship games. Uh, unfortunately for Jules and I, Virginia. No, here's the thing, Todd. Okay. And I'm going to try not to talk over you because we've gotten some feedback yes, concerning, concerning, concerning the pod. And what we are doing is the rundown, which some people said that, that we need to do. I don't know. 
See, here's the question: Is it a free flow? Is it a free flowing conversation, or do we want do we want more structure, more discipline? I think Todd Lord knows you need more discipline in your I life. I think it's always going to be. And let's just so Keith Fabian gave us gave us a lot of feedback. We get feedback from lots of people. Well, not that many. My sister told me I need to stop saying likes so much, which I Ooh, do need to do. Interesting. Yeah. What about me? My mom, pet peeve. She had no comments for you. Okay. She just she, <laughs> she had no notes. No, no, no notes. But that's probably because she doesn't know. Okay. Your mom's pet peeve with when people would say like. Oh, absolutely. She used to correct me all the time, and ironically say that I sounded like a valley girl. Mm-hmm. And my now dad, I in the valley. my dad didn't like it either. One thing that my dad really didn't like is when a couple things. Uh, when I would say go instead of says, yeah. and then he goes. Hey, Todd, you know what I mean? I used to work at Goats. You can go so anywhere. It's funny that parents all have these set beats. And then also when people would say, it's so crazy because if you say so, you're supposed to then say that. Like, like it's so difficult that I couldn't complete it or something like okay. that. Like people would just go, oh, it's so hard or something. My dad right. didn't like that. Oh, interesting. Anyway. Uh, we need Gary back on the uh, pod to uh, tell us other things that uh, make him angry. He'd probably be willing to do it. I right. talked to him yesterday about it. Uh, my mom has the girls over at Brandon's place, Brandon and Heidi are town. Yeah. Uh, and my dad's just hanging out, I think. Saw your entire family at uh, Thanksgiving. It was nice. Yeah. Saw Keith, who, who that's what you know prompted me to ask for the feedback. Uh, it's a great thing about the holidays is you get to see and catch up with people. Did did was Keith there when you were there? No. So we saw we went to lunch with him, Todd. Oh yes. Okay, you're talking about the day before. Got yeah, it. exactly. Now, what's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving uh, meal well, or food? It's the stuffing. I didn't get really stuffings. I don't think I've heard stuffing as much. Although I enjoy stuffing too. I love stuffing. Yeah. Also because I I only eat it once a year. Got gotcha. you. You know, and and uh, I mean, obviously, it's just bread. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? It's not like you know, you don't want to eat it too often. Sure. But you know, yeah, put the gra- with the carbs and all that stuff. Right. And put the gravy on top of it. You of know, course. And it's like fantastic. Oh, I, I, I like stuffing too. Although sweet potatoes, not are, into are sweet potatoes. Favorite. Really, not into it. I wonder why more people are. I had this conversation with this uh, woman in Whole Foods. Don't know. And basically, why more people are uh, sweet potatoes delicious. I don't like sweet potato French fries either. No, I don't like sweet potato French fries. Uh, I like regular French what fries. What about that garlic fries? Uh, yeah, I like garlic fries. I don't like garlic fries. Really? Even I don't like the smell. The Dodger Stadium garlic fries are the best. Love them. Uh, with yeah, Dodger I, dog. Oh, disagree. Get it anyway, on. it's uh. It's stuffing. It didn't really get to enjoy my food this year. Oh, why not? Had a little bit of an injury. Oh, the mouth to injury. The area. Oh, Todd. Todd broke a cardinal rule of getting old, which is you stop playing freeform sports like pick up basketball or or having a turkey ball, for instance. I mean, right. I, I I feel like I'm, I'm still a physical specimen. Sure. To dominate one. Sure. But at the same time, I do not risk injury because I do not want to be compromised in any way. And, and quite frankly, you saw Winston, and that's not that's enough that's injury a, inducing inducing action. The kid is a wild beast. A, a thousand percent, smacking in the face repeatedly, right? And then egging you on. Well, and you said when that, you're not engaging with him physically, it turns into a nonstop egging you oh, on. I dare you to hit me, kind of thing. You absolutely. know what I mean? And like, like let's let's get it on. Absolutely. You know. Oh, by the way, I told you that he saved last Sunday when. The Eagles, who people keep people keep wanting to tell me, have an opportunity to go to the playoffs because of how they win tomorrow night. They're tied for first. I mean, they might not have the tiebreaker. They don't have the tiebreaker. Okay, but they would still be tied if they win the next round. I don't know. Listen, listen. Yeah, crazy it, things have happened. We get to play Washington again, probably. Except they lost to the Dolphins. So what makes me think that they can beat Washington? 
Anyway. Anyway. Okay. The thing that saved that Sunday is Winston looks at me because we're leaving the park and there's an open car door and he has his ball. So I think what he wants to do is throw the ball at the open car door and surprise the person who's loading up the car. Okay. He looks at me with this grin and goes, you think what I'm thinking? <laughs> Be best. Really? Be best. You thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, for sure. That's it incredible. Was, it was so great. Uh, what a line from uh, a five-year-old, dude. For sure. For sure. I mean, just <laughs> absolutely. What did you uh, say? Did you go, no? <laughs> I go, we can't throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I can we, imagine his brain just like, what do you mean we can't throw the ball? The guy's going to love it. All he wants to do is stir up shit. Dude. Yeah. I mean, that kid is an all-time shit talker already. And all In his he head, he's probably like, maybe he'll come out and want to fight. I can uh, go after him. Absolutely. Could, could be on his mind. Yeah. Anyway, we didn't give a rundown, and we still haven't. When we say rundown, are we talking about just like going about like – I guess a, what the topics are going to be. The agenda, basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not a bad idea. I hear because, you. listen, we'll always be heavy on the free-flowing conversational part of the show. That's sure. always going to be the, the, the bulk of it. But we should probably try to incorporate more structure because one of the things Keith mentioned was that it's hard. And we got Adrian Peterson and not Darius Geese. It's hard, to, uh, it's hard to follow along sometimes for the listener. No, I totally hear you. Here's the problem is that I think that you have the combination of free-flowing conversation – uh, so then it's tough for us to necessarily follow the rundown. Now, I will say that there are topics uh, that I have. I have a list of topics. Right. Uh, you usually don't send me a list, Todd. No, I usually do. I didn't this time. Yeah, sure. This is the second uh, week in a row, isn't no, it? No, I understand what you're saying, but we should probably make more of an effort to be more structured. So here's here's the thing. Okay. Hey, you want me to go through the list of topics I have? I got it right here. I actually jotted it down. All right. What do you think? Which ones are you going to read off? Are you going to read off all of them? Because it's a lot. We took a little time off with the uh, with the holidays. We're taking a break. Then you got a little sick. You know, five days with the kids mm-hmm. is like spending five days in, in Vegas with hookers and cocaine. You're coming back with something. Uh, <laughs> you're coming back beat up. Yeah, you're not, you're not coming back the same person that you were. Wow, I did not see that, that analogy coming. And I, I got sick. But I, 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 I think... I think it worked. I think it's appropriate. You think it very? Yeah, I'd say. Okay. Uh, I don't care what we start with. Well, I, obviously, I think we got to start with the college football playoffs. Oh, sure. Because sure. they announced those, which it wasn't a big surprise based on the games yesterday. But going into the games yesterday, you had Oklahoma, who was still alive for it. You had Georgia, who was obviously still alive for mm-hmm. it. And then Baylor, the winner of the Baylor-Oklahoma game is going to probably get in there as long as Georgia lost, which they ended up doing LSU. Correct. And then you had the top three who were almost certainly set, even with losses, we felt like, right? Well, I and suppose if Clemson would have lost to – no, yes, that's correct. That's correct. Because like, Clemson would have still gotten in with a loss. You would, you would think so. So the top three teams that you had were LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson. You probably had Ohio State and uh, LSU vying for the top seed, provided that right. they won, right. which they did. Ohio State beat Wisconsin after trailing for the first half, uh, turned it on in the, in the second half, and basically beat them by about 11, 12 points. Yeah. And then you had LSU, who really stomped Georgia – who I'll say I didn't think that they were one of the top five teams, despite being uh, in that four spot. I didn't know, but they they weren't impressive. They got killed. They got killed. They got killed. 
And then you had Oklahoma with an overtime win against Baylor. Against Baylor and their third string quarterback. Right. And they didn't look impressive. No. Uh, but they're going to. They but they've been good the this year. They've impressed this year. I'm fine with them being in it. So you ended up getting LSU as the top seed. You have Ohio State as the number two seed. You have Clemson as the three seed. And you have Oklahoma. Correct. I think that Oklahoma LSU game could be better than people think. And I think it's going to be high scoring. Whatever the over is, I would bet. Well, it's a high over, dude. What's the over? It's high. What's the over? <laughs> 75. Oh, I'd still bet. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, I'd still That's bet. It's too high. They're going to score They're going to score a ton of points. I don't know that Oklahoma will score a ton of points. Here's the thing with Lincoln Riley. He's really great offensive okay. coach. Yeah, I don't think that Jalen Hurts is going to get invited for the Heisman, but before that, he has a past two Heisman winner. Well, he'll be invited. And you for – I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he's going to get that many votes. I don't think well, but they got to invite like four guys, right? No, I think it's, it's I think it comes down to the vote, top vote getters. So who else? Who else gets invited? Well, I think that obviously so you, you got Burrow. You got Burrow who's going to get invited. You'll probably get Fields. I guess maybe Chase Young. Maybe Chase Young. But uh, I guess maybe Oklahoma. I, I, guess I think Jalen Hurts will get, get invited. Interesting. Uh, but anyway, Burrow's definitely going to win it, though, right? Yes, and go number one. But um, all right, so the lines. Oklahoma LSU. All right, so I think that you got it's a LSU big spread. favored. Hi, uh, you want me to give you the line? Yeah. Without looking? Yeah. I'm gonna go LSU twelve. Twelve and a half. Oh, oh, pretty good. I'll take that. Pretty I'll take good, that. Man. All right, and then what's the other one I got? Clemson Ohio State. Man. Oh boy. Ah, uh, I mean that could almost be a pickle. It could be. Uh, so I didn't know who would be favored. I'll go OSU by three. I probably would have gone like OSU one and a half. It's okay. Clemson minus two. Clemson minus two. Yeah. Eh? Wow. Yeah. Clemson minus two. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great game. It should be. You know, I don't know. Uh, and these games know. are on the twenty eighth. Ooh, Brandon's birthday. Here's the thing, you got. I know. Um, you've got difference makers. I feel like for Ohio State. Well, no, I mean, Clemson's really good. It's just Chase Young is a game wrecker. Um, now, obviously, they can devise a game plan for Chase Young, but Clemson does not appear to have that type of player. You never know whether it, he emerges during the college football playoffs, but yeah, I mean, Chase Young is number two pick and probably the best player in college football, mm-hmm. regardless of position. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Clemson's probably a little more stacked uh, defensively. Uh, there, I don't even know who they have, but I, I know usually they've got outstanding defense and offensive lines. Right. I'm guessing they have some first round guys in there now that I don't know about. Right. Um, so who, so, so who do you like between those two games? And then who do you like to win the championship? I think it's, I go LSU versus Ohio State, which okay. I think will be the best game. Yeah. And then, I agree with and that then too. I think I would go, uh, I think that spread will be like LSU minus five. Yeah, maybe. Who I expect to win, you know. I think Ohio State may get it done. Uh, I think, I think. I you think, think they the might beat makers. LSU? Uh, yeah, I think that they can beat LSU too. Okay. Uh, I think they got difference makers on both sides of the ball. I think that running back is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I think the Big Ten. Watch might, this play right. I'm sorry. I think the I'm Big not. Ten might have been the best conference uh, in America this year. And I think that the, that. The SEC, SEC might have been a little bit down. So for all those reasons, 
I lean Ohio State, but not by much. I think it's right. going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the game I'm hoping for, obviously. Yeah. I mean, and by uh, the way. But by the way, LSU Clemson could be good, too. And you say Burroughs can go number one. If the draft, if you were eligible for the draft, they could, uh, Lawrence would, Trevor Lawrence be, would one, be the number one right? pick, I guess. So, it, yeah, I mean, these, these games should be great. Should be fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Lawrence goes next year. Uh, you know? absolutely. Okay. You know, well, more interesting to see whether you'll have teams tanking for Lawrence. I imagine so. Uh, I mean, the Giants are set at quarterback, and we were saying that they're going to be up there, so they could use Chase Young, which would be pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Joel, Jules and I are watching games, too, so bear with us. But, um, yeah, definitely. Todd, you can feel, feel free to interrupt at any time and tell, and tell the listeners. No, I just sometimes I'm paused, and I'm not saying anything, and there's like a couple beats of dead air. Well, what you, what you got is you got San Francisco driving on New Orleans, yeah. and we got and you know, a hell of a matchup right here between two teams that could very well see each other again in the AFC Conference Championship. So and you got twenty, you got New Orleans up twenty-seven to twenty-one with two minutes left in the second quarter. So it's been a great game so far. Games in New Orleans. I had I had the fucking San Francisco defense. Some division winner, you know, potentially the Cowboys, potentially the Eagles. Right. It's gonna have to host San Francisco or or you know Seattle. Yeah, and you like both of those. Like, here's the thing. I mean, we can talk about the NFC East, and we can rub salt in my fucking wound okay. if you want to. Bob. Okay. Uh, because obviously, yeah, the Eagles play the Giants, and they win that game, they'll technically be in a tie for first, but we've seen the games. Like, at this point in the season, there aren't really surprises left, right? Like, we know who the teams are, and we know who's good, uh, and we know who's, who, you like, for instance, I guess you have some hope in the Bears, because Mitch Trubisky's played a lot better. Well, I don't have hope in them making the playoffs. Right, they don't have a path to the playoffs. I don't have much hope in them at all. Well, that's that. Right. Well, you have that. That's so Michigan's looked a little better. I definitely give me hope. Well, that's an interesting conversation. Although you've been, you said you've been high on the Bears. You've been excited about the way that he's been playing. So what does I don't that think mean? I said that. You, you said Bears big. I must have been drunk when I said that. I said I said we need to call him Mr. Trubisky. I was sending you text uh, after I, I said we can no longer call him Mitch. Right. Excuse me, Mitchell and, and Todd. You basically said, listen, he stepped up, and we're going to the playoffs. <laughs> Despite not having that. Yeah, I don't think I was totally serious. Uh, but um, well, and what I said been, we were going to been good. He's been better. What better. I said we were going to talk about, uh, and I think is a much more interesting conversation, is okay. the conundrum that you have with Mitch Trubisky, because you're obviously going to bring him back, but then who are you bringing in as competition? Does that completely kill his confidence, or does he rise to the occasion? Okay, so first question: Does it kill his confidence? Right. I don't care. Okay. Deal with it. You know what I mean? Okay. We He's a professional athlete, we, right? Absolutely, and we can't not bring in competition. I hear you. Uh, my hope, my my assumption is we do take somebody in the draft. Yeah. Maybe with one, probably with one of the second round picks. Okay. Two second rounders. Right? Okay. So he'll compete with that guy. Okay. And then we'll probably also bring in, hopefully, Teddy Bridgewater. Potentially a guy like Mariota, who of course I'm not excited about, but let him compete. So let me ask you a question: Would you still want to use that draft capital on a quarterback if you were to bring in a Teddy Bridgewater and you already have Mitch Trubisky? Because don't you have other holes that you want if to we, fill? If we bring in Bridgewater, then the answer is no. Okay. If we bring in Mariota, the answer is yes. Yeah. Oh Pretty much anybody other than Bridgewater. I'd be really frustrated if I brought in Mariota well, or Jameis Winston or or or. Uh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles is yeah. hanging out there with 
with um in that in that you know with 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 the the Jaguar starting Gardner Minshew. Now he's got an eighty eight million dollar contract. In, in that circumstance, in that circumstance, mm-hmm. I would rather if I were in your shoes, I would rather draft a quarterback than bring in a quarterback with baggage. Is the best word that well, I can use. Well, but the problem, the, the the advantage of of the baggage quarterback, like Foles, I guess you're saying. Foles or Mariota or Jameis Winston or any of those guys, well, except for Bridgewater, the, I feel like. The problem with the rookie situation is just that our time is now in terms of our defense. No, I understand that. In three that. years, I don't know who we'll have on that on the defense. But there, you know, look current, at, current roster. I, I hear you, but look how good Russell Wilson was as a rookie. There are rookie quarterbacks that are now coming out who are ready to play and it's not that he'd have to be incredible. Remember Ben Roethlisberger and how good he was as a rookie yeah. uh, and went to the Super Bowl? Well, you don't necessarily— well, then, then we have to draft one of those guys. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. That's I would prefer a Jalen Hurts or somebody who doesn't come in there with bad habits and who I can who I can mold and baggage rather than having one of these retreads. I feel like you do that same thing with coaches in the NFL and coaches in college wow. where you do these retreads who weren't that good, and it's like, what's the fucking point? Well, okay, but I guess my point is it's 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 not so easy to just find look, those guys. Look at, look at the Jets with Gase and how, you know, unimaginative that was, and look at the return they're getting on that investment, right? Okay. Right, it's just, I feel, I feel like, why not go with somebody somebody who... It's dynamic, who you don't know and who you can mold, especially with a with a coach like yours, an offensive coordinator, who, uh, what's the name of your coach? Matt Nagy. Yeah, Nagy. We don't have that much time, Jules. We are running out of time. Well, I mean, how much time, time running out of? Time is the enemy, well, my I, friend. Well, I remember we were talking We're all about running this. out of time, by the way. Just so you know, we're all running out of time. You, I feel like I got all the time in the world. <laughs> You're wrong. But anyway. No, you keep saying that you're running out of time, I and mean, that's what the draft is for. You're supposed to make these decisions so that you continue building a team and continue. And look at the. Do you feel like the New England Patriots are running out of time? But they have a quarterback. Yeah, well, if you're talking about a team running out of time at quarterback, they certainly are one. Yes, right? yes, I think they're running out of time. Well, they are because they have Bill Belichick, and they keep drafting and they keep building a franchise. That's better. Yeah, uh, with, with Tom Brady. Do you feel like the Seattle Seahawks are running out of time? No. no, because they keep drafting and they keep building well, a team. And they have them still pretty young. What I'm saying is if you have a, a well-run organization, unlike the Cowboys and unlike maybe the Bears and unlike, I'll, I'll say, the Eagles as well. Whoa. Because, well, look at all of our teams. Don't you say the Bears. That, that every few years we come up with a great team. Don't you throw us in that category, you bums. Why? Well, you're not making the playoffs, right? Well, may who knows? I, who knows? You don't have a real who good path. No, am I a uh, psychic? I don't know. Maybe the Bears are making the playoffs. Do you listen to the only thing to the other things that you actually yeah. say? Of course, program? we're not making the playoffs. Well, then there you the go. point is, as good as New England, as good as that organization is, and as good as Belichick is, I don't think they'd be quite as good without Tom Brady. They couldn't just plug in another quarterback. Well, they certainly almost did with Matt Castle. They oh, got him paid more. Yes, the one time. Well, all I'm saying is, well-run organizations aren't necessarily running out of time. Put it this way, the Saints aren't running out of time if they hand it from Drew Brees to Teddy Bridgewater, potentially, because they got a great coach. Okay. Okay. I disagree. I think it's hard, harder than you're giving credit for, to find a quarterback that you can win a Super Bowl with. Oh, I don't disagree with that, but what I'm saying is, if you're a well-worn organization, then you're not necessarily running out of time, you're looking for that quarterback. I don't think you guys are necessarily running out of time. You've got a good defense. You've had a good defense for the last decade. 
for whatever reason, your organization is very good at doing that. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, we'll see. We shall see. I guess we shall. You know what other topic I had on there, which I kind, which I found kind of interesting. Emotional men. <laughs> that was that wasn't the topic. Although that could bring me into some of the stuff, some of the reasons that I was too tired to do the pod yesterday. Well, okay. It was, well, it was maze. So wait, wait. Joel sent me his list. One of the, one, I think the first thing on the first item on it was emotional men. I have no idea what he wants to talk about, <laughs> what that means, who he's referring to, or any kind of context. Kind of you. Is it me? Is that what you're telling me? It, it, it actually isn't you. So we we did have lunch with a friend, Keith Pavian. I don't think I think I'm fine doing this, which is the tightrope that I feel like you sometimes have to have to walk because you don't want to really talk about people um, in a way that's so open necessarily to embarrass somebody. Sure. But but we're talking about a week, and we had lunch with our friend Keith, who gave us some great pointers on the show. Uh, which I don't know if we followed, but we'll, we're we'll trying. We'll, listen, that's we'll, why that's why I mentioned the emotional men and where it came from and everything. Well, so did you know where it came from? No, no, but I'm telling the listeners it was on your list, and I don't know anything. Trying to like set it up in a oh, conversation. Good for you. I yeah, like it. I like it. Yeah. So we had lunch, and he was talking. I, I'm going through what going through a divorce, mm -hmm. like two separate houses. And, You're through the divorce, right? I mean, everything's finished, isn't it? No, not really. Oh, like really? we're technically still married, but I mean we're like, we're divorced. Like you know, there's no hope for reconciliation. Are you guys still technically married? Yeah, we are. Uh, okay. Like for sure. That for tax purposes? No, it's just because Laziness? just like yeah, exactly, okay. just like the show. Procrastination and basic laziness, <laughs> and it's not like it has no impact on our lives right now. So it's yeah. like we really don't care, right? You know, so well, you're lucky anyway. that nobody's like demanding more money. You know what I mean? Like that's Dude, a common thing with divorce. And it's, anyway, it's a good, it's as good a situation as possible. Although, let me tell you, there are times where, where like May said, like because she's getting older and asking more questions, and basically I say, listen. Like, we just need space, and Anna says the same thing, and she's like, and she's like, okay, I understand, but she goes, well, I, this week she goes, well, it's unfair to us. And I go, You said that? For sure. And I go, and I go, you're absolutely right. Oh, like, wow. I know, because she's getting older, and it's true. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing that can take away from that. Like, there truly isn't. So, yeah. like, I said that, and I said, listen, like, we'll try to do whatever we can to make it so that it's as good for you as possible, and like, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then Winston just wants to fight. <laughs> yeah, but he, no, I mean, it's not easy for him either. Just, it just, it is what it is. I got it. Awful. But at the same time, listen, like, I'm in a good spot with my mental, like, my mind. Health. Like, I'm happy. Like, I, like, there is, there is, un, undeniably happy. So, sure. emotional men come to a conversation you're having with Keeper as a friend who basically doesn't seem to be in such a good place with it. And sort of you broke said, up with him. Right. Via text. Well, well, and that's exactly right. So when you say broke up with him, we're not talking about the wife and the husband. We're talking about Keith and his friend. Right. And and, and it's crazy um, because for me and Todd, that's unimaginable. Unimaginable. Unima so and, and to give a little context, Keith showed us a text message where Keith texted the guy and the guy basically said, you haven't been in contact with me enough. You're not a good friend, right? And I don't want to be friends anymore. And we were just thinking, I could not imagine sending that text, right? 
I could not imagine. Well, no, and there's the thing, like, it's not unlike I would imagine in your life, like, I've drifted apart from friends and we don't talk as much, and then right. it's kind of like the friendship's kind of petered out to a degree, and, like, every once in a while there's a random text, and that's totally fine. Right. Like, and, and the thing about it is there are some people who I actively try to text more because I definitely want to maintain that relationship. It is what it is, and, and the thing about it is I think we all could be better, but at the same time, I could never imagine ending a friendship over it or, but the problem is the person's in an emotional place where he's not good with lots of different things and Keith is a target. And not like, for me, you If know, I thought somebody didn't want to be friends with me anymore, I thought they weren't a good friend or whatever, I, I got to imagine I would just sort of let it go at that and move on, keep walking. That, that, keep walking. that is what, you know what I, I mean? wouldn't say anything. And by the way, when they wanted to hang out, then I would hang, like, yeah. I would hang out. So it's one of these things where, where again, um, I'm just not good with emotional math. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Winston's kind of like, he is because, you know, he hangs out with Anna and, oh, he's and, five. and he's just. He's and, five. Yeah, but he he gets in his feelings like he definitely does, and it's and it's and it's funny because I have no idea what to yeah, do with yeah. it. But he is getting older, and he's going to school now, and now like he plays with his friends, and and it's like you were talking about yesterday. Uh, he just he, wants to scrap. You can see the difference between testosterone. Like, oh yeah. Whatever, whatever. I was saying say your, about, your kids are ahead. not are not a good. Not a good, not a helper to those who want to argue that gender is a social construct. Sure. Because Winston just wants to fight and smash stuff and, and destroy everything. And May is just super princess. You know it's what just, I mean? Like super feminine. Me she definitely, because she hangs out with Winston and me, she definitely wrestles and does all this different sure. stuff. But at the same time, yes, yeah, she wants to She's very feminine. Face, you know for sure. Mean? Oh, for very sure. like, yeah, princey kind of. Brilliant, like, yeah. yeah I mean, into that kind of stuff. She loves like dresses, glitter, whatever. A thousand percent. Like, look, got dressed up for her birthday, looked like a little princess. Yeah. You know, and by the way, I told you the story I that know. it seemed like we were sitting next to, like, only in the valley, that we were sitting next to a pimp and like two kind of like, Younger, younger. I don't think we got into this. I remember you mentioned it because was this a Benny Hunter? Yeah. But then we didn't get into it. I should have gotten into it. So tell us the story. So you brought you brought the kids to Benny Hanna for May's birthday. For May's birthday because that's her favorite restaurant. Okay. Much better than Winston's taste, which is chilies. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't hate on chilies. No, I, listen, easier on the pocketbook. That's for sure. Yeah, no kidding. So we go there and what does he like? What does he get? Uh. The pimp? No, Winston. What's he get at Chili's? Oh, what's he get at Chili's? He doesn't care about that. He cares about the video game. Uh, video game? Yeah, they have this screen where you can play video games. Literally the only reason he wants to go there. Oh, okay. So he gets mac and cheese. But okay. he doesn't it. like anything except for like dessert, honestly. He, like, we have to watch out for him because he'll have shot with diabetes. He's okay. All right, so getting back to it. So you went to Benihana with the kids for May's birthday. Yeah. And and we sit down and May's all dressed up. She looks great. Anna borrowed a new jacket, which is this cute little like pink jacket. She puts on a dress because she went to school in a different type of outfit, but she wanted to get dressed up for her birthday. So she's having the best time. Like she got okay. a present from me in the morning. She got presents from Anna, from she's Anna loving and it. And she loves her birthday. She's having a birthday party the next day with her friends. Spirits are high. So, spiritual high. So, so we're sitting there and, and walk in, sitting across from this 
guy and like two younger ladies. They're probably all in their twenties. Ladies of the night. And I mean, they're dressed somewhat provocatively, not crazy. Okay. You know, they've got jackets on because it was raining. Uh, it's raining in LA a lot for the last week. Were they sitting at like the same table as you? You know, they do that. Well, it's the waiting area, so oh, okay. I didn't know whether they were going to sit in the same table with us. Uh huh. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like trying not to stare. <laughs> I mean, but you know, whatever. So because this guy has tattoos from his neck. All the way down to his uh, to his feet. Yeah, like, I can't see his legs, but I got it. That's more they're... common than than, oh, than awesome. crazy. It's super common. Now. No big deal. Go go fronts. Go oh the cabs. Go, cap go the, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a chain, right? Wow. So so we're sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting there with Mayhem Vincent, <laughs> and we're, wow. we're like a regular family. He's playing video games. He's no idea. I'm just uh, so watching. I'm trying not to stare at him. So we get called to the table. And of course, we're in the same table. Ah, love it. <clears throat> so initially, May sitting next to next one of the ladies. <laughs> one of the ladies, and Anna doesn't want to say anything, but is concerned. Oh, Anna's with you. Because yeah, oh yeah, we we. So the great thing, like I said, we're in a yeah, okay, we're in a good. You guys place. do all the big things together. Did Thanksgiving together. We'll do Christmas together. Uh, and we do birthdays together. Yeah. So everybody's set. Yeah. And, and we do like ballet and like basketball games together. Like it's cool. Okay. So so anyway, so we sit down and and May sits down to one of the, one of the ladies of the night, <laughs> and, and Anna goes, "Don't you want to sit in between Mama and Papa?" Which by the way gives us a little buffer too, which is nice. Sure, sure. So absolutely. so you know, at first May's like no, <laughs> and then I like reiterate, like uh, I go. May, don't you think you just want to sit down, like, in between both of us? Wouldn't that be nice for your birthday? And she's like, okay. Oh, you talked her into it. So then I sit down next to one of the ladies in the lab. So it's one of these things where I can't really look over there all that much. You got to be careful not to. He's making conversation. He asks me why I have a beer. He starts with Henny. Uh, He gets something for one of the girls. He orders for one of the other girls. Wow. Their drinks. Exactly. What if he got, like, a drink for one of the girls and nothing for the other girl? She didn't make any money. He let her sip off of his drink. Oh. Like, she just got water, and he, she got sips off his drink. I'm, I'm going out on a limb and saying your instinct is correct. Uh, you know, you know I mean, I, mean? I, got, I, got, I got a lot of evidence. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, so, uh, he ends up, it's her it's first time. It's all circumstantial, but it's, it's evidence nonetheless. Yes, yeah, strong, <laughs> And strong. it will be admissible. Strong circumstances. And the court will admit it. So, so... He basically is explaining to the younger of the girls, because he's got, who I think is the main, the main lady. The, the number one hub. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's number one I, was, I was trying to stay. It's number one from, bitch. We call that the number one bitch in the game. Trying to stay away from disparaging terms, but yeah. Todd, you went there. In the game, we call it the number one bitch. <laughs> go ahead. Some say Bob. Mm. So, so anyway. So he's talking to her a lot more. She gets to order what she wants. Oh yeah, she ordered her herself. Yeah, so he tells the other younger lady, like who I feel like is a recruit kind of, yeah. like that, like what she's supposed to order and the whole thing, what's good there and everything. So and she proceeds to order that. Sounds like a confident guy. Oh oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we're sitting there and eventually, like we do it, like he asked me what type of beer I'm drinking and whether it would be good, and I'm like, yeah, it'd be good, like blah blah blah. So the guy like who's doing the uh the show the, the chef, chef yeah yeah he drops the thing and he goes you know you get an A for effort 
And then uh, he threw a rice thing at the uh, at the recruit. The young ho. Right. The, the chef did because nobody else wanted to try to catch the rice in, in Oh, that's what he was doing? So, yeah, he does it because it's her first time. And we're like, you do it. And she's the youngest one at the table. So, we all got her to do it. So, okay. So, she misses. <laughs> she misses. And then I say, and I say, like you said earlier, A for effort. And right. then, like, so he gives me a fist bump. So, anyway. <laughs> So we finish up dinner, and then they leave, and Annie goes, there's something a little weird about that. <laughs> and I go, yeah, I think, I, think, I think maybe. I think maybe. He was taking his hose out to eat. For sure. Beating them. For sure. Beating them. So, you know, that wasn't on the rundown, but... Uh, but a good story nonetheless. We got there. You know what was on the rundown? What? UVA Virginia Tech. Yeah, what, what what game is are we talking about? I don't know. Well, UVA Virginia Tech was a personal vendetta for me, where the Cavaliers hadn't beat Virginia Tech in I think it's fifteen years. Are we talking basketball? Or we're talking. How we're the national when champions did, in basketball. When wow. did they beat? Put some respect on our name. When did they beat Virginia Tech in football? Two weeks. I don't know. We beat them the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. I know it's not a big deal to anybody except for me. I didn't even know they played. Yeah, we're, we're, we're really making this a regional pod right now. Yeah. Well, you didn't even know they played puppy uh, So dis- they The disrespect. Congratulations. For on the, the Coastal Champions. Congratulations on the win. And, and then what happened yesterday? They got smoked by a hungry Clemson team. What was the, what was the, what was the quote all night? What was it? Good teams. Uh, oh, good teams win, great teams cover. There you go. But from they didn't g- cover. From a gambler. No, they did not. They so didn't cover. They're neither good they're nor great. They're great. But they make it on a New Year's Day ball. They end up winning the Coastal. They end up being Virginia Tech for the first time in 15 years. They're calling so, it success. Dude, what are you kidding me? Everybody's ecstatic. Is, uh, right. is, uh, right. what, what is it? Bryce Pink? Bryce Perkins. Perkins. Is he coming back? No, this was his senior year, so this is why everybody thought that we would be, well, we would win the Coastal. Which, by the way, weird thing in the ACC, since they split the divisions, yeah. a different team has won every year for seven years. So seven different teams have, have won, won your the, that division, the coastal division. That's weird. Right. Uh, it would be nice for us to dominate at some point in time, but I doubt it's ever going to happen. I think we're now a basketball school. No, I mean, Although, you, guys, you guys compete obviously for that for that crown every year. No, we could. No, Bronco Mendenhall's good. What yeah. a name, right? What a name. I wish I had a cool name like that. Yeah. And by the way, I made T-shirts for some of my boys that say Bronco's book club because he hands out books to the uh, to the uh, players. Is that right? Yeah, all of field checks. I'll, uh, oh, Phil Jackson, yeah. He used to do the same thing. Okay. Um, cool. Cool. So that's why Virginia, Virginia Tech was on the thing. I didn't even, you sent it to me and I yeah. typed all the, all the things onto a piece of paper so I had it in front of me. Nice. But I didn't even include that one. Oh, really? That's how little context I had and how much I hope to avoid it. How much you respect Virginia and the Cavaliers? That's, Todd, you know what? What? I may smack you on your own couch. Okay. You know, I may backhand you like that dude would have done them ladies. On Friday. If, we if, can't, if oh, she were to try boy. to order something oh, or something. We're going someplace that, that we really shouldn't go. If she would have tried to order something. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I got it. Uh, banned, by, banned by the FCC or whatever controls the PCC probably for pots, right? I don't think there is a sanctioning board considering it's not on public air. Thank God. Yeah. Were there any other topics that you did find interesting that you did not delete from your list of mine? Uh, the Josh Shaw thing is interesting. It's just sort of funny. Well... The Josh Shaw now, let's set the table like he told us to do. Oh. Josh Shaw, uh, is he a rookie this year? Yeah, I think he's a second, second year, year out of maybe USC. Third. He got caught 
betting on his game. Not a degenerate gambler, so anything on the list related to gambling, well, he's into. It's funny. So he got caught betting on his on this game, and then it comes out that he did bet on the Cardinals. Yeah, he put on the Cardinals. Cardinals. Bet against them though. With a second half teaser. Look, <laughs> And when he was when he's he was too tasty, Tom. when he was filling out his form. They asked him his job, and he wrote football player. That's exactly right. <laughs> and they probably shouldn't have taken his action because he betted Caesars, who now has a deal with the NFL, yeah. uh, which, by the way, would have been unheard of five years ago. Uh, the NFL tried to avoid oh, yeah. any association with gambling. Now they're embracing it. Totally embracing it because that's where the future is. There's so much money in it. Yep. That's where the future of sports is. So anyway, they're, they, they're not supposed to allow – Anybody who's affiliated with the NFL in official capacity to bet on games. Like, I think the most that they can do that I heard is like a two hundred and fifty dollar uh, fantasy league. Is that rule still in effect? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so absolutely. they just they just dropped the ball and let him gamble despite the fact that he wrote football player on his form. He's also supposed to know the rule. I understand, but technically they were supposed to decline his bet. They probably should have declined his bet. Okay. Yeah, or and they may have been the ones who alerted the NFL to him betting. Yeah. And they probably did once they found out that he bet against them. They felt uh, like they had to they had to do their part. And the, and the best part is Arizona ended up covering. Mm-hmm. He lost. <laughs> he lost. That's the seed sports karma, baby. And this is the same he guy. Your squad. This is the same guy he I don't remember the story at SC, but it was something like he oh. jumped into a he claimed that he hurt himself right. jumping into a pool yes. to save his drowning nephew. Exactly. But it turned out he was fleeing the apartment of a girl he was having sex with or something like and that. And the police. No, I think he was trying to break into her apartment, and I think she called the police on him, and he was fleeing the police. And he tried to, like, shuffle down a, 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 a fire escape or yeah, something like that. that's exactly <laughs> right. And I think he even went on Good Morning America or something along those lines. Oh, really? He talked about him rescuing his, his, his nephew? Which, by the way, is a good segue into another topic. Andy, did you find the the Tiger Woods and it's 10 years from yeah. his big scandal? Yeah, I, I didn't know where you wanted it. to go with that. Well, the thing about it is... is I like, did include it. Unlike the UVA, unlike the Virginia, Virginia Tech game. I did include so it. you respect Tiger more life. than you respect me, clearly. That's correct. That's Understandably correct. so. So what, you want to talk about what a big story it was? Well, it was incredible. Oh, yeah. Well, I, and, and in line with that, I had just the other big scandals of the last 20 years, like the Manti Teo story yeah. and how crazy that got. Like, every once in a while, sports and people oh, say this. Transcends. Right. Yeah. Sports are, like, sports are like a man's like soap opera. So the Tiger Woods thing. It happened in, I believe, I know it happened in 2009, and I believe it was like December. It was, no, it was Thanksgiving. Thanks, oh, okay. So everybody was off. But think about it, right? Thanksgiving, you got essentially a month left in the decade. For sure. And that became the biggest story of the decade. Yeah, absolutely. Because at first it was this confusing thing about he crashed in his SUV. And here's the great thing. With Tiger Woods, you don't have to set the table because it doesn't matter. Exactly, it doesn't matter if you're a sports fan or not. You know who Tiger Woods is. And the craziest thing about that story was, for almost a month, another girl or two would pop for out sure. every day and be like, "Yeah, we were we were sleeping together too." Well, and that's the thing that I was reading that made me bring up the story. Is basically USA Today did this thing about tangential people who are related to that story and kind of where are they now? <laughs> Which brings us to, to uh, a point of what we may end up doing with the uh, pod. What's that? 
the the former athletes and where are they now? It's a way to market the pod. Yeah, I think we should have like a little a little state of the pod segment on 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 the pod sometimes. In terms of in terms of we'll, uh, we'll, we'll update the listeners about what we're doing to market it. Sure. What, you know, we'll talk about the, the rundown. I think we are right now. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it should be a, again cool structure yeah. versus free flowing. Listen, Todd, I, 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 structure. I'm, listen, I free ball. I know yeah, you do. Yeah, you know, I, you can't you can't put underwear around this pod. <laughs> you can't do it, Todd. You can't suffocate this pod. Uh, that's exactly right. Uh, listen, we're we're ninety seven percent free flow and three percent structure. Okay. We just got to start moving a little bit more. You want to structure ten percent at least. Wow. Oh, at least. oh boy. I'm thinking like twenty. You're boxing me in. I'm feeling. I'm feeling <laughs> constraining confined. you. I'm feeling a little confined. Listen, we're like forty five minutes now. You want to, so should we? Well, should we finish up? Well, I guess we did. I mean, Tiger Woods. It was an incredible story. And and by the way, it led to a decade of futility from him off on the golf course as well. And he had it's hard to imagine this day and age. Uh it feels like so long ago. But what a squeaky clean reputation he had. He was marketing everything it, under the sun. And he was married and he was this nerdy sure. guy and he didn't you know until then, like, you know, now he's been like arrested for drunk driving. Yeah, um, he was a hundred million dollar athlete. And uh, in the same in the same breath, his his for the first time in his career, his body just started breaking. Down. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was like his whole world came crashing down around him, right. and and it was what made his win at the Absolutely. Masters this past year again one of the biggest stories of the year. His comeback. His comeback. His comeback. Yeah. He came back from the lowest of the lows. Right. You know and, what I mean? and as they always said. America loves a comeback America story. America loves a comeback story, man. All right. Now we put a cap on it. Now we put a cap on it.